Welcome, welcome to another episode of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We have a great show planned for you guys, and it might actually be a little bit quicker than previous shows because, unfortunately, there are no new products coming out this next week because of the Christmas holidays. So that just gives you an extra bonus to get right to inside new releases, news around the hobby, and our featured interview. So definitely stay tuned for that. We do have a couple products being priced, so we'll talk about that real quick. As far as inside new releases goes, I'm going to talk quickly about absolute football here in a little bit. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. But the big named guest, we have news around the hobby. And unfortunately, uh, Topps pioneer, legend, you know, just, just the man over at Top Cyberger has unfortunately passed away. And so we're going to bring on Mike Payne. He is the managing editor here for the uh, Specialty Interest magazines. And he's, he's worked here at Beckett on and off for, I don't know, 20 plus years. Uh, and he, you know, worked with Dr. Beckett back in the day. He also worked for Panini for a while, so he's been around the hobby. He knows the hobby. He is the hobby, so he was great to have on to talk about Mr. Berger and some good stories with him and Mike Payne on that. And we're also going to bring on our good, good friend Justin Gruner to talk about football and where it has gone in the last couple weeks uh, from the last time we had him and Dan hit on. Uh, for a little roundtable discussion. So we'll have him on to talk all about football and Mr. Mike Payne about Cyberger. And we're going to give away uh, a BSCM magazine signed by Trish Stratus. Yes, there was a giveaway three, four weeks ago uh, for this cover and no one claimed it the winner did not claim it so unfortunately he is not the winner anymore and we're going to put that back into the giveaway drawing and so i'm going to pick one lucky winner to get this issue it's top loaded nice little plastic cover she signed it on the cover and it does come with a beckett authentic sticker and certificate notating that this uh this issue and this autograph is certified so all you will need to do is retweet the show's link on Twitter, and I will pick a lucky winner at the beginning of the year because unfortunately there will be uh, no show the day of Christmas because I won't be here and the day of New Year's because I won't be here. So unfortunately for the next two weeks, there will be no shows. I will be trying to post on Twitter every now and again. We'll have a little fun with that. But our first show will be uh, January uh, 7th or 8th, so stay tuned for that. Let's go to our first topic of the day, and that's upcoming products and pricing. And like I said earlier, there are no new products coming out. They have either been pushed up or pushed back. I know for a fact that Topps Soccer EPL or Topps Premier EPL uh, was pushed up to yesterday. So that just came out. So check that out with the checklist and the pricing will be here in a couple weeks. Looks like a really cool product and a couple other things uh, have been pushed back or pushed up. But as far as pricing goes, we have two products, ITG Ultimate Memorabilia Hockey and Upper Deck Black Diamond. Those are done being priced. Panini Prism Basketball is going to be priced here in the next day or so, as well as Topps UFC Bloodlines. So that'll be priced within the next week. So definitely check that out on your online price guides or in the next upcoming issues of Beckett Magazine. Let's go quickly to inside new releases, and we're going to talk all about football since the playoffs are coming up, and we're going to have Justin Gruner on here in a little bit. But Absolute Football is coming back 
It is the 20th anniversary for this product. That is unbelievable. That is literally almost the uh, the time that I've been alive, give or take five years. But that's pretty sweet. What comes in it? We have two autographs per box, three memorabilia per box, four parallel versions in this product. The base the base set has 100 veterans and 50 rookies, so 150 cards in that set. But the thing that got my eye, and, and I was looking at this on Beckett.com slash news, and David Lee, our football editor, did a great story and write-up on this. But the cards that got my eye were the Tools of the Trade Complete Rookie card. And that has, uh, there are 40 cards with six swatches from different parts of the jersey, different parts of the uniform. So if you look at the card, you can see the player's picture on one end, and you'll see the six different swatches on the other. And it will actually point to where exactly they got that certain swatch. So it could be a part of the jersey with the jersey number. It could be part of the, the logo. It can be some pants. It can be maybe even a sock. I, you know, the, the, it's the, the possibilities here are endless. You can do so many cool things with that. So they did an awesome job with Absolute Football on, on kind of just making a different variety. I know they did tools of, of the trade. Uh, I think for either it was the National Convention special set or the Christmas set, Black Friday set, whatever it is, they, they did some cool things showing where this patch actually came from. Whether or not that's true is another story, but if that is the case and that's actually where that part of the jersey is from, then that's super awesome. So check that out. That has a release date early next year, 20th anniversary. Hopefully they'll do big things here with Absolute Football, but what I saw on Beckett.com slash news, the pictures on that, they had a, 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 I think it was an Octa swatch or, or an Octa player, you know, with eight rookie quarterbacks with swatches of each player on a card. Eight different swatches. That's pretty cool. So check that out on Beckett.com slash news. All right. So next up, we're going to bring on someone from the Beckett offices here for news around the hobby. And that is Mr. Mike Payne. Mike. Yes, sir. What's up? Well, this is it. Now, I'm going to say this. You are the managing editor editor of the Special, special Interest Publications. That's it. That's, okay. a, that's a lot. That's isn't a it? lot. You can't even fit it on a business card. You really can't. Do you even have a business card? Uh, no, not yet, but I haven't asked for one. <laughs> well, you should. I've actually got some of my old ones from when I was here you know, for 15 years Okay. when I was a, a managing editor of uh, Beckett Baseball. There you go. Okay, well... That's pretty sweet, but the reason why I brought you on, uh, some unfortunate news in the hobby. Cy Berger passed away uh, early 90s, and he was such a pioneer, uh, not just for us, but for tops and really the hobby. Yeah, without question, um, when you think about true pioneers of the sports card hobby, mm. uh, Cy Berger is, is right up there along with uh, Dr. Jim Beckett. Yeah. Uh, Cy was instrumental in... Uh, bringing the baseball card to the forefront and uh, making it what it is today. Now that now that you brought up Dr. Beckett, do you think if you think of kind of the uh, four horsemen or the guys you put on Mount Rushmore for the hobby, would Dr. Beckett, Cy Berger, who else would you put on there? Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, but. you are. <laughs> <coughs> That's what I yeah, do here on Beckett Radio. Yeah, you know? and you've done a really good job. Good. Um, I, I do that to Olds all the time when he comes on. Uh, this guy named Burdick, who okay. has his um, is uh, uh, Jefferson Burdick, uh, who has his his collection 
in a museum. Okay. Um, he's passed on, but he was um, really key into adding designations that we still use in the price guide. Really? Uh, yeah, he went through and he, you know, it wasn't called T206 when they were printed back mm. in 1909 to yeah. 11. Yeah. But he added these numbers for his filing system and they've caught on. So um, he is very instrumental. Um, and Cy Berger and, and Jim are the three. Uh, you are probably the fourth. You know, that's why you're my most favorite guest on the show. It's yeah. not, we're only two and a half minutes. Doesn't and- matter that I'm, I'm free. <laughs> well, yeah, and you're not Chris Olds. Uh, yeah, you I assure you I'm not. Yeah, you don't have that likability, you know, that Chris <laughs> Olds does. It, it's it's crazy. Olds uh, fan club amazes me. But trust me, I get amazed every time I see the radio <laughs> stats when he comes on. Let's let's talk about Cyberger though. What what I I heard a story about the 52 top set and and how that was made with him personally. Yeah, I had the uh, opportunity. I met him once, and, okay. and uh, it was at a uh, party in New York uh, when they were Topps was celebrating its 50th anniversary. I think that was 2001. Hmm. And um, Cy and I had a, a chance to. I was introduced to him, uh, and of course, I, I I understood his background, and I really appreciated the opportunity to talk to him. And I tried not to put the full court press on him too much, <laughs> but I had a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, and so over, um, over a drink, um, uh, I asked Yeah. and he went into what he had done with the 52 set. He literally, he said in his apartment, he wrote up the card backs, he designed the cards, he picked photos. He did just about everything except print them, yeah. which, you know, this is back in 52. Um, there had been really nothing like it. To date, there had been some color cards, you know, 41 um, play ball, um, a few other color cards, uh, 51 Bowman, Mm -hmm. uh, 52 Bowman. But this was Top's first real set. They had released a set in 51, but it was very small. Yeah. Um, And it's not a card like we know it. Um, But Cy took it to a new level by making. The biggest card that it had ever been up to then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And so it it stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing to think that one man was uh, responsible for the majority of arguably the most important uh, set that's ever been released. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it, when I heard that, I didn't know about that until Olbermann came on and talked about it. And he did a pretty good thing. Uh, you know, like it or love, you know, Olbermann, he is what it is. But Yeah, like him or love him for his politics, and, and yeah. I have my opinion, but but Keith is uh, passionate about the industry, the hobby, and passionate about tops. And yeah. I guess, that you know, of course, he's up in New York, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever he has to say about Berger is probably worth reading. Yeah, definitely. Now, he was also talking about player contracts and how he, uh, Cy Berger, kind of put that into the forefront. Yeah, um, what Cy told me was that he would literally go to camps Mm -hmm. and have these players sign an individual player contract, and they would get – it wasn't always five bucks, which is always the rumor. Um, (laughs) uh, I understand that there were some that were five bucks, but Mm -hmm. guys would be able to pick uh, almost out of a catalog – Okay. And it might be a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a new pair of shoes. Yeah. 
uh, whatever was available, that's how he would entice them. That's that's unbelievable, you know, and to see it how it is today, you know, to where it started, like the the transition and, and the, or really the transformation is just crazy. Yeah, and and what kind of struck me was how modest uh, Cyberger was, mm-hmm. and it, a lot like Jim Beckett. Yeah, you know, very modest and unassuming. Mm-hmm. It almost almost struck me with uh, Mr. Berger was that he was kind of mystified that anyone really cared uh, <laughs> about what he had done yeah. back in 52. Yeah. He understood the significance, you know, with the 52 mantle and, and everything, but I think he appreciated being remembered, mm-hmm. but I don't know that he ever truly and fully understood why it was important to people. Yeah, and I, I think that's just, I, I wish I had the opportunity to meet him and sit down with him because I, I have tons of questions. And uh, same goes with Dr. Beckett. The first time I met him, I just started here, uh, and it was like two months into me starting, and we went to lunch. And, you know, Dan Hitt, Brian Fleischer, they met him. They obviously worked for him. Yeah. And so they were just talking, and I was sitting next to him, just mystified that I was sitting next to the guy that created this whole thing, you know? Yeah, I, I worked um, for Jim for a long time yeah. and um, truly um, a class act and, mm-hmm. and a gentleman and um, one of those people that you cross paths with in life who you truly believe have your best interest in hand. Yeah. And, you know, how many people can you say that about? But but he did. Interestingly, too, both Cy Berger and Jim Beckett have autograph cards. To, so they did produce autograph cards of both of them, mm-hmm. certified autographs. Okay. Now, I know both of them <laughs> signed freely yeah. <laughs> uh, for years, but this was actually inserted into packs. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's And you know what? We're going to get ripped for not remembering this, of but course. I don't have a... <laughs> I don't have anything in front of me. Yeah, so we're, we're literally just. I'm sorry. This. I'll remember it as soon as we sign off. I okay. guarantee you. Well, hopefully, you know, you can remember it, and then we'll say a little something, or I'll say a little something at the end. Yeah. And say, you know, Mike Payne had a little brain fart. Well, you yeah, know. you're not exactly helping me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not really stepping up. <laughs> sorry, I, I apologize, Mike. That is on me, sir. That is on me. But let, let's kind of get. You some, know what? <laughs> what? It was Top's fan favorites. Oh, see, I yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have said that one. That was not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm, Tape's still rolling, I'm, Mike. See, yeah, I'm, you got the green there. Let's just say I'm 95 percent sure it's <laughs> Tops fan favorites. <laughs> well, we'll we'll run with that, and if someone calls you, I'm up, pretty sure I'll it be is. Sure to I'm let you pretty know. sure it is. Um, <laughs> so let's let's kind of get you know your, your closing remarks on on Cy and you know how just unfortunate it it is to hear uh, such an iconic figure in the hobby pass away. Well, it, it it marks an end of an era, and I know that sounds trite, but mm-hmm. it, but it's true. I yeah. mean, Cyberger was was tops yeah. for a number of years, even though the Shoren brothers owned the company. Cyberger was the, the the name and the face, and Cyberger was truly friends with Willie Mays and and Mickey Mantle and all the legends that you would think. Yeah, because Cyberger was the one out uh, was the one who went and shook their hands, signed them to a contract. Yeah. Um, made sure that they were positioned in the best possible light. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those players, the superstars and, you know, the guys that stuck around for a cup of coffee, they always appreciated it. Yeah. Um, Cy Berger was good with names, and that's so important when you're dealing with, you know, today there's 700 major leaguers during the (laughs) regular season. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, he was he was dealing with a lot of players, not 700, but even let's just say 400. Mm-hmm. That's a Still lot a of people. Yeah. Yeah. And it was his um, attention to detail and his ability to hold a conversation mm-hmm. with these players uh, that he earned their trust. Yeah. And you don't you don't get that a lot. I mean, you do, but not not to that extent. It's a different time. Yeah, uh, I, I, it just is. That that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to emulate people from our past yeah. and, and learn names and, yeah. and, and and hold the conversation, hold the conversation, <laughs> yeah. and do all the things that traditionally make you successful. Yeah, um, Cy Berger did it, and. Yeah, he's going to be missed, but you know what? Celebrate the guy's life because yeah. if I live to be in my early nineties, I win. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I'll never have the uh, mark on the hobby that Cy Berger has. Yeah. Who who will? Other than maybe Dr. Jim and mm-hmm. and as we mentioned before, Jefferson Burdick. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll have a big impact on the specialty interests publications here at Beckett yeah don't be uh don't be afraid to look on your newsstands for uh magazines that we've just released yeah. uh I think we've got another couple of weeks out on the newsstand for unsolved mysteries which is an okay. outstanding issue um legends of music where we rank need, the 50 I need uh, to get that art. well it just came in house so okay it'll be I'm on gonna, sale the right. last week of December on stands I'm gonna be your biggest critic on that one Okay. I, I'm a music, obviously. You know, I okay. went. I I was literally trained in music. Uh-huh. So yeah, I've I, heard I, you sing, and I don't believe that. Really? Okay, because yeah. you should have came to me for advice on that. Yeah, issue. that's that's. You went really... to Olds, and that. Well, I no, know. I didn't go to Olds. Really? Uh, <laughs> please, please. I mean, I heard I heard him blaring Nirvana, and, and well, all, Olds, you know, know, Olds wanted to put um, Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath in the top ten, and. And and no offense, whoever is them. is Sabbath fans, but top ten. Yeah, I don't know about you that. know. Come on, of man. all like of music all time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, buy the magazine, and yeah. there's fifty um, there's fifty acts, artists, mm-hmm. uh, individuals, and groups who are uh, are highlighted for their importance in the. Uh, in all genres. Yeah. And it does cover all genres. Perfect. Hopefully a couple jazz musicians in there. Well, there's some listed. Uh, that's all I'll tell you. All right. That's but all. It, it's a fast. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. We, we yeah. really worked on the list a long time. We had a, um, a music writer uh, con- really turn in the 50 list, and it, we went with a lot of it, mm-hmm. but we also made some tweaks, which I thought were necessary. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out, and you'll either hear me screaming uh, well, in a good I, or bad way we understand happens. lists are going to elicit different responses, and that's why you do lists. Is it to get it that is, response, you, you know? know, we we want to represent people in a fair and accurate way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you do lists, you're not going to make everybody happy, of course. You know, and we understand that, but we have uh, a list that um, I think can stand on its own legs. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see it. Uh, let's just, you know. Rest in peace to Cy Berger. Uh, thoughts and prayers to his family and friends. Yeah, uh, you, anytime you look at 52 Tops now. You... Uh, seriously, anytime <laughs> I look at that, I mean, we have the 52 Mantle here for Beckett Auctions. Uh, when I see that card, I'll think of him just yep. going away, trying to create that card. Nuts. Can't yeah. believe it. Oh, the, the man was a legend. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Well, Mike, appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. All right, so now let's bring on a, uh, a not a guest. It's... How dare you call me yeah, a guest? I'm sorry, you're not a guest. Uh, but I live just, here. <laughs> Justin Gruner 
the other host of Becker Radio. Returning. Coming out of the caverns yeah. of pricing hockey and football and racing and golf. And golf and just everything else under the sun. Yeah. What's up, dude? I'm tired. It's been a while. You I'm exhausted just from that intro. I'm, I'm glad you said that you're <laughs> tired because every time I remember, every time you would come on and I would ask you what's up, you would say, I'm tired. I so I'm tired. glad you said that again. It keeping brings it, back brings it back going. old memories. Uh, feels like a retro version here at Becker Radio. Yeah. Good to have you on. Thank you. The reason why I brought you on uh, to get you out of your um, your daily workload. My little shell. Yeah, your little shell is football. Football is about to begin playoff time in a couple weeks. It is. Go Packers. Yeah, go Packers. Uh, unfortunately, the Niners are uh, officially out. You know, I wasn't going to bring that up. I was going to be really nice fine. to you today. I, I have been ready for it uh, pretty much since Thanksgiving. Well, how do you feel about Harbaugh leaving, man? Well, they're going to trade it's him. It's not official or? yet. It's not really? official yet. It's all speculation. Uh, the speculation is pretty hard. Unfortunately, I'm a, I'm a Harbaugh fan. So I am too. I, I actually like him a lot. Yeah, I think he's a great coach, a good motivator, or at least it seemed. But unfortunately, <laughs> this year it it hasn't gone his way. You know, I honestly the reason why I'm a big fan of his is because my wife said he reminds me so much of you when it comes to clothing because he buys his clothes from Walmart. Yes, and his his wife is like, "We're millionaires, we can buy good clothes." And he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna buy the same fifteen dollar pair of khakis at Walmart." Hey, man, and she's like, respect. "That's your guy." <laughs> much respect to that. You know, don't worry about the money as long as you like it, it fits good, it's comfortable. Hey, there you go. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, the Niners are out. The Packers looking well. Unfortunately, last week, uh, you know, that, was, they, that was a rough game. Everybody has an off game, and I think that also kind of humbled. They needed to be humbled. They need. They definitely. And it, and it's good that they got it done now. Now, if they get humbled by Tampa, just go home. I mean, that, I, I don't think that'll. Ha- I think they're like, okay, we can yeah. get beat. You know, let's let's get ready for the playoffs. And right. Let's see what happens. Well, they still are. I think they're in a better position to get the get at least a first round bye. Yeah. Um, because they're playing Tampa Bay, yeah, and then you're playing in Green Bay against the Lions, who have not won in Green Bay since two or 1991. Okay, Bef- so the year of Brett Favre. Yeah, so so I mean that that'll they pretty much got got the road paid I think for. So. Yeah, um, let's talk about the hobby. That's hobby. why we're all here. Yeah, that's why we get paid. I can stop talking about my team. Yeah, uh, I would love to stop talking about my team. So okay. let's do that then. <laughs> let's let's kind of talk. I mean, we we had you and Dan hit on. I think it was at pretty much the beginning of the season. Yeah, it was near. The, it was the first couple of weeks. Yeah, of the kind of the rookies to look after. Yeah, the the players to look after. Who's going to be surprising? Who, who's you know whatever? And pretty much Johnny Football was, was the big one, He's, even though he wasn't starting. Yeah, and I think we, I, if I remember correctly, like, I haven't listened to the last show that last show, but yeah. I think we all kind of said assumed he was going to be a bust. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, we said he was going to start, but I, I, I'm kind of glad that he got beat up a little bit and just kind of showing that He's hey, welcome, welcome to the NFL. Yeah, exactly. I, I do remember us talking about the running backs, uh, yeah. more specifically Jarek McKinnon with Minnesota, right? Terrence West, Cleveland, right? And God, that feels like I saw Terrence West on a checklist the other day, and I was like, man. He's a rookie. Yeah. It, it, everything's kind of blurred together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right. We just did that show. He's a exactly. Yeah. So crazy. I was at first I thought he was a second year player because I'm like, there's other players. And yep. I was like, no, he's a rookie. Still. Yep. Time flies, man. It really does. It's nuts. But yeah, I mean, based on on those two guys, I know Jarek McKinnon came out after Adrian yeah. Peterson, you know, and he honestly, Matt Asiata was kind of the guy everyone was looking at. But all yeah. of a sudden you had Jarek McKinnon come out of the woodworks. 
fantasy football killed me too with yeah. Marciano. But you know what? What does the hobby value look like for Jarek McKinnon now? Uh, he's his his autographs are pretty strong. They've gone up. Um, I think that people are kind of realizing that uh, Peterson's days are numbered in Minnesota. He's Definitely. not going to yeah. be back. Yeah. Um, and I think that I think he'll be strong ish like he's not going to be Adrian Peterson strong no. ever but he's uh he's definitely one of the stronger running back rookies um Jeremy Hill is mm. really strong um and that's surprising cuz they have a second year guy in Giovanni Bernard right you know but with Bernard going down for what was it like 3 4 yeah. weeks or so needed he, someone to come in there and Hill just dominated yeah and yeah. uh one guy I'm surprised that didn't do well and I think it's just cuz of the team he's on is Trey Mason mm. he's he did really well, and but he's not selling as well as as Jeremy Hill or the other guys. Um, he's one of those guys you can get on bargain price right now. I mean, yeah. just next to nothing. Now let, let's talk about the wide receiver class. Oh boy, because there have been plenty of surprises. Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. He is tearing it, tearing up. it up. Three touchdowns, making it look like he, nothing. I really think that he's gonna be. Something special to watch. Now, do you think he's going to be Rookie of the Year, or do you think he came on too early to the scene? You mean too late? I'm sorry, yeah, too late to the scene. Thank you. Um, No, because there really wasn't anybody else that stood out until he showed up. I mean, Mike Evans has Evans been doing really, really well, yeah. but the problem is that they're both on really crappy teams. Mm. Um, I think that Odell Beckham Jr. is – he's they may be the same quality and the same skill level, but Beckham has so much more style. Yeah. And I guarantee you that people are going to see that and think, oh, he's better than Mike Evans. And I think I think Beckham will win it. Who, who is overall, I'm guessing, Odell Beckham Jr. selling like crazy right now? He's probably the best wide receiver. Um, Johnny Manziel is still selling the best, but he's going down. Yeah. Beckham Jr. is skyrocketed. Um, I mean, his price has almost doubled. Yeah. You know, since that crazy catch. Yeah, against that, the Cowboys. Yeah, his price doubled. Uh, Mike Evans is selling pretty strong. What um, about Kelvin Benjamin with Carolina? Not so much. He's that's he's interesting. The same. He, he's he's doing salt. He's a, it's a solid year for him. I think it is he, a like, good rookie. It is a good rookie year, but he got overshadowed by two yeah. outstanding wide receivers, yeah. and so he's kind of flying under the radar. Not a lot of people. Plus, it's Tennessee. No, There's Carolina. A, no, I'm sorry. You're right, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. You're I'm good. thinking Tennessee. We all you had you had a mishap. I had a mishap. We're good. Cancels out. Yeah, clean slate. <laughs> He's Carolina. There you go. And I think part of it is that you got Beckham in New York. Yeah. Big, the biggest, one of the biggest stages in Spotlight. the NFL. Yeah. And then you got Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But now, who do you think will have the long term stability in the hobby out of those three wide receivers? Because I feel like those are the top three wide receivers this year. I, oh, uh, rookie wide receivers. I'm I sorry. really think that Beckham will. I'm, I know. I'm, Even though he's kind of the same build and stature as Victor Cruz. Yeah, but I also see a lot of like a Randy Moss or a Calvin Johnson style okay. in him. Okay, he's just you can just see that he'll go up and just get it. Yeah, and he is just so dominant. Yeah, that I guarantee you when he gets his when he hits his stride, that guy is going to challenge a lot of records. Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see, and I think it'll be interesting to see what the Buccaneers do with Mike Evans because they have Vincent Jackson, they have Austin Safarian Jenkins. You know, if they were smart, and this is just me they would mm. trade him i would trade him just because they need to rebuild that team you have a top at least a top three rookie of the year candidate get what you can for him or 
if they want to try and build around him mm. and have a really solid receiving core and try and get a better um a better line because their quarterback situation, they're not bad guys that tell their no. team. Yeah. They need to load up on their line. Um so I'd either trade him or and get a ton of players for him. Yeah. Well, I say a ton of like two or three. Yeah, yeah. But I would do one of those two. Either focus everything on your receiving core or trade them and get some linemen. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that being a case. And, you know, it would be interesting to see what, what really happens with Mike Evans because he's got such high potential. Yeah, he really does. You know, and, he, he, like, he had, I don't know, four or five games with a touchdown straight. Yeah. You know, like, not bad. I mean, multiple touchdowns in the first two out of three games, he had two touchdowns and 140-something yeah. yards. Yeah, just killing it. Yeah, he tore it up. So let's let's go to the position that everyone talks about, and that's quarterback position. Yeah. Now everyone had your your three quarterbacks: Johnny Football, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, and Blake Bortles. Now we all thought that Bortles was going to start the first out of the right. three, and that didn't happen, right? I think it was either him or Bridgewater started first. Yeah, I can't remember, but when they started, I I honestly think Bortles might have started before, before Bridgewater, Bridgewater yeah. but it wouldn't have. It was real close, if I th- remember right. So now looking back at it, I think we said that Bridgewater was going to have the best potential, and he and he really has. He's I mean he's put what five six wins. Yeah, for a team that has no real running back and their their team has been struggling their defense has been struggling mm-hmm. they lost Jared Allen they have their troubles with every position pretty much and yet he still manages to get that many wins as a rookie mm-hmm. I th- I'd say he did really well for his first year and if they can get the right guys they might challenge to the uh I wouldn't say they're going to challenge the Packers or Lions in the next few years, but they can. They might be a wild card contender in the next yeah. two or three years. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And you know the ways the way the Bears are going, which is the total opposite way. Oh, so you know, good that that just <laughs> you know opens the room up for, for right. another team in that division. You know, right? Um, one guy that a lot of people have been noticing is Derek Carr, mm. even though they're on he's on the absolute worst team. I th- well, one, one of the worst yeah, teams because the Jets, are, I think, are pretty they're pretty tough, pretty lowly. Yeah, but. He has shown flashes of brilliance and what he has the potential to do. He just got the unfortunate luck of getting drafted on the Raiders. And I think once they uh, – they're, I, I read a report saying that they're going to pretty much fire everybody and start all over yeah. and rebuild this team. And I think that if they do that, they have the he, they have a really good foundation at quarterback with him. Mm. He's better than his brother far and away. Yeah, And I think that he's got the potential to be a uh, – a really good quarterback. Yeah, you know, it definitely, when everyone was like, wow, Derek Carr, you know, he went in the second or third round, something yeah. like that. And it was, you know, just, it was an afterthought because of his family name. Right. Uh, so it was, you know, and especially he went to the Raiders. So it was yeah. like not a very collectible team, not no. a very collectible player, you know, coming from Fresno State. But he's, he's, uh, he's doing pretty well for himself. His, his value, the moment they said he was starting, his value actually yeah. almost doubled. So looking back at the season, we're, I think, going on week 16. Yep. Looking back at the previous 16 weeks, yeah. who has been the biggest surprise rookies so far as far as, you know, jumping value, dropping in value? Um, so, you know, did we believe the hype in this rookie <laughs> or, you know, whatever? The biggest surprise, just because he wasn't even close to be on my radar, was Jeremy Hill. Okay. He... Caught everybody's by surprise, and he did really well. 
everything else I kind of expected. Yeah, honestly, I mean, there was guys that I was like, oh, okay, cool. They, you know, they're raising a little bit. Um, Carlos Hyde, he's doing really well. Um, he got hurt though, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, one guy that's tearing it up is Chris Borland. His value, I mean, he's tripled. Yeah. And as, as a defensive player, nonetheless, it's yeah, and, crazy. And man, I wouldn't be surprised if he got some votes for a defensive rookie of the year. It would know? not shock me if he even won it. Yeah. I mean, he. I can't really think. I mean, Kyle Fuller with yeah. Chicago cornerback. He was. He's doing all right. He's doing all right, but he's also on Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Yeah. And they've given us so many points. Yeah. I mean. What fifty five to Green Bay? Yeah, then they turned around the next week and they gave up another twenty five or thirty points. Yeah, the the defense isn't strong enough, and I don't think he's gotten the. Uh, I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, but it w- it would be nice to see Borland, you know, come out, you know, on top. No one really expected him to do well. No mm-hmm. one really thought about him, you know, even with Bowman out. But right. because of all these injuries, to you know, with Bowman, Willis got hurt. Right, Alden Smith was out for nine weeks. Yeah, you know that you needed guys like you know a rookie to step up and he definitely stepped up and he's killing oh yeah he is um there's also Devonte adams he's playing he's his, he's selling really well other than that let's let's kind of talk playoffs playoffs uh, yeah get, get your take that on that one. yeah there you, that yeah, was good that was good yeah. liked- uh so we got the packers going in yeah seahawks looking like they're gonna be a top dog uh i don't they may i hope they're not the number one seed it looks like the saints are getting in with maybe an eight and eight record maybe a seven and nine record i yeah, that's unfortunate, but it they're, happens. They're going to be seven and nine, and I I call shenanigans the, f- the fact they're going to get a home game against the team that's going to be better because these other teams that are going to be eleven and five might not even make it into the wild card. But hey, check, and they and yeah. they're going to go to a seven and nine team and have to play in New Orleans. But hey, check this out. That's what happened with Seattle. Yeah. And they they played the Super Bowl champs New Orleans and they beat them. I still show, I still call shenanigans you know then I mean? too. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that it, it didn't it, change. Anything can happen. So yeah. it is what it is. I've heard that phrase all year long. Anything can happen in the NFL. Anything well, can happen. Anything can happen in any sport. It's yeah. weird. Well, that's the reason why they play the game. That's, but that's not a good excuse anymore. Unfortunately, that's how it is, and we yeah. have to roll with it. Yeah. But looking next year, next year, okay, who do you think, uh, as far as veterans go, do you think with Adrian Peterson coming back, he might have a new team with the Cowboys? He might not have a team at all. Well, supposedly the Cowboys really want him. Well, supposedly Jerry do. really wants him. Well, they haven't. the The Vikings haven't gotten rid of him yet, and he yeah. and he's already said he loves the Vikings and how they they have supported him. So he may, he may return to Minnesota. Yeah. But he's also said he's going to retire and go run in the Olympics. So yeah. who who knows what he's doing? Well, let's get a hype a hypothetical situation here. Hypothetical, okay. If he goes to the Cowboys, right? He becomes the two thousand yard rusher we all know and love. Okay. Again, do you think that will skyrocket his value being on America's team, being the best rusher again in the league? Um, because he dropped. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely dropped. He's actually an unlisted star right now because he dropped so far. Wow. He he's dropped a lot. Yeah. Um, it depends. I mean, if Demarco Murray leaves, then and he's the only featured back, then yeah, he. I, I mean, especially if he has a couple of huge games in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the hype in it. You, we might see him go back up and be a listed star again. It, that's one of those time will tell kind of things. I, for some reason, people are being more forgiving to him than they are Ray Rice. Yeah. Um, personally, well, I mean, it's a little know. different situation. We're going on dangerous ground here for the for the show. Let's be upbeat. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, we're but, we're getting a little controversial here. So we're not going to do that. <laughs> no. But I uh, I think that 
it's one of those time will tell. I yeah. I think people will forgive him. I think that he's going to get a second shot. And if he does come to Dallas, then yeah, that that would be intense. It would be. Yeah. And now, we get to hear all my neighbors, all of my yeah, Dallas Cowboy go. fan neighbors, talking about Adrian Peterson. Oh boy, can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. When the playoffs go on, the Super Bowl happens. Right. We'll probably bring you and Dan on again uh, to get kind of the awards show for football like our, we did. We our can second say annual. Our second annual. We can we say can annual this time. Say it <laughs> without people getting all weird. You can't have a first annual. Fine, first ever, whatever. <laughs> Well, it we we have lasted this long. Yeah, it, we're we're almost coming up on the one year anniversary. Yeah, what is it? January sixteenth, January sixteenth or January 9th, something like that. Something around. The I'll, I'll have to look it up. We'll have to do a little birthday celebration. Uh, uh, I'll have, have to be on for that episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'll have to be we'll on for that whole episode. Yeah, we'll we'll have some fun on that. Yeah, and maybe um, even a giveaway. Yeah, we uh, might do a give stuff giveaway. away. Yeah, all right. Giveaways are fun. We're actually going to give away a, a BSCM cover uh, signed by Trish Stratus on this show. All right, uh, so, today's show. Yeah, today's show. Oh wow. Yeah. So all right. Unfortunately, it didn't got cl- it. It was not claimed in a previous show and tried to get. Well, that's unfortunate for whoever decided not to do that. Yeah, so, but hey, that means that the people who actually listen each week has another chance to win that thing. Exactly. So there you go. All right, Justin, we appreciate you coming on, spending a little time you. talking some football knowledge. I do appreciate Football you. hobby like, right knowledge. Here. Yeah, right right down and right down deep in that heart. We're deep in the heart. Yeah. I love you guys. All right, well, we appreciate it, man. Thank you. Well, special thanks to Justin Gruner for coming on and talking to us all about football and what's been going on in the last week's here of the NFL season. We're ramping up for playoffs. It's going to get exciting here at Beckett offices, so stay tuned. We're going to have Justin on and Dan Hit on probably around the Super Bowl to give us their predictions, obviously, on the Super Bowl, players to watch for that game, and just kind of a recap of the 2014 season and what a whirlwind of a season it has been with all these impact rookies from you know Martavis Bryant, you know, with all the other wide receivers, Odell Beckham, to the quarterbacks. I mean, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Jarek McKinnon, the running back with Minnesota. You know, a lot of great rookies stepped it up, played well, and hopefully have a, a promising future in the league. Also, special thanks to Mr. Mike Payne here with Beckett Media on, on coming on to talk about such an influential pioneer of the hobby with Cy Berger and his unfortunate passing uh, here in this last week. I, I truly wish I, I had the opportunity to sit down and meet with Mr. Berger, and unfortunately it won't happen. And, uh, you know, it just, just kind of puts everything in perspective and, and to kind of just uh, praise the people who have done uh, just enormous things for this hobby to pretty much make what the hobby is today, you know, positive or negative, you know, they, they broke their backs. I mean, Cyberger literally, you know, made that tops, you know, 52 top set, you know, with his own hands and that, you know, you don't get that anymore. And so I, you know, just tremendous respect, utmost respect to Mr. Berger, thoughts and prayers to his family and friends. You know, it's, it's so unfortunate to have someone uh, like him pass away, uh, even though he was in his nineties, you, you would want someone like him to just live forever. Uh, but unfortunately it, it doesn't happen like that. And so uh, rest in peace to Mr. Berger and, and just, uh, just uh, awesome uh, life and legacy that he is leaving behind. Uh, so, but we have a giveaway, like I said earlier on in the show, we're giving away a, a Beckett sports card monthly magazine. And that is the cover with Trish Stratus. Now, little side note, this is her 100th cover. 
Uh, so this is kind of big news, not just for Beckett Media with her signing, but with her in general. This is her 100th cover. So that's kind of big, and that's uh, that's room to celebrate. So special shout-out to all of uh, Beckett for getting her on for the uh, 100th cover. And thanks to Trish Stratus for being such an awesome guest at the Toronto Fall Expo. I know Bill Dumas was kind of her bodyguard, and he has nothing but great things to say about her and her uh, group that she was with. So hopefully we can do that again soon and get some more signed copies for you guys out there, the listeners at Beckett Radio. So all you need to do, guys and girls, is retweet the link and retweet the tweet that has the show, this week's show, attached to it at Beckett Radio. So you have to be following us to be able to be, uh, I guess, valid in this contest. But all you have to do is retweet that Twitter post of, of the show of this week, and you will be placed in the drawing here at the beginning of the year whenever we are back in the offices here at Beckett. And, uh, yeah, we'll get that sent out to you. Well, that about wraps it up for this show. Like I said, I'm Derek Ficken, your host. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year since we will not be taping anything for the next couple weeks. So please stay safe on those roads for New Year's and have a great and Merry Christmas all over around the country and around the world. But like I said, I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Thanks for listening to Becca Radio. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. (laughs) 